What's going on, everybody? My name is Mike Toledo. Thanks again for joining me on my podcast. I might be a little bit late on this one, but I have a good excuse. I was at Mobile Tech Expo 2019 in Las Vegas. We'll get to that subject. Uh, before that, I want to talk about how much new tools really make me so happy and better. I mean, that's that's what we're going to talk about. You probably heard this subject numerous times, different ways, especially probably on PDR Tool Time. You probably hear me bring it up here and there, but I'm going to talk about some of the tools I got there that are, I that will help me look forward to more challenging dents. We'll talk about those tools and some innovative tools, some interesting tools, uh, some new tools. Who was hot? Pretty much what booth was more packed, who sold a lot of tools. I'm not going to give you any specific amounts because I don't know what each tool manufacturer did. But we will talk about in general how they did and all that good stuff. Um, what else are we going to say? Oh, and then we're going to call a few different people. See how their reaction is. How the new people I'm going to call my wife too as well because I'm finding out, I'm seeing that there are more and more men's wives are coming or girlfriends or, or women coming to the show. So we'll see how what my wife Mary thinks. And no, I didn't tell her any questions because I like spontaneous. If you listen to my wife, she's she's definitely going to... Uh, she's, she's just a, 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 shall I say, a bright character. To, to listen to and it probably will be interesting so I still haven't recorded her yet so we'll see how interesting that is to talk to my wife about her point of view about the MTE Las Vegas um, so we're going to call it like I mentioned a few other guys we're going to see what their take was and uh, maybe I'll, I'll hopefully I'll get a chance to call Manny and see what he does Manny Manny's PDR he won number one uh, first place excuse me Jean second Achilles, another good friend of mine, a uh, really good friend of mine uh, from Argentina, came in third. Fourth was uh, uh, Leonardo, Leonardo uh, from from Brazil, uh, really nice guy, really nice guy. And last was Mike Broughton, which he has always consistently. Every time I've seen him, he's always right there. He's in the top ten, if not top five pretty frequently and he did finish number five so congrats to all those people right there at the dent trials and those dents were not that easy so we'll talk about a little bit about that too so let's get started new tools for me um what should i talk about mte or well yeah let me open up my opinion about vegas of mte and then we'll get into some of the tools I got and why I like them. And then we'll get into the other podcast parts of the podcast. Okay. How's that sound? All right. So, so I, my take on, on mobile tech expo, Las Vegas. I liked it overall. I liked it. I really don't have anything negative to say. If you are a person that attended the Las Vegas you're, you're going to probably feel somewhat the same as what I'm going to say, or you might have a, a different opinion, obviously, you know, that's why. 
But I think most people are going to agree with what I say, especially if you've been a, a, a long-time attendee for the Orlando show or the Florida show, MTE. It's different. That's what I'm going to tell you. It's a good different. I loved the venue. I, I knew I was going to like the venue. I, th- I thought a lot of people liked the, the venue as well. Pretty much agreed that they really liked it. Why? Because everything was right there. I think I left the strip maybe for one day or a, or a day and a half. I was there for seven days the whole time. And I did things. The one day I left all day was to do stuff with my kids. And the other half, my dog's growling. And the other half is um, just doing some going out to eat or, you know, going to a restaurant, whatnot. But really, the venue had a lot of stuff to do inside of there. Had a bunch of different restaurants. It was easy to take breaks and then go back in, go to a seminar or go into the exhibit area. And your room was in the same building, too. So you could easily walk your tools back. It was very, very very convenient. However, the only part that was that made me feel a lot different than the old one is that I'm not used to having so many other people in the mix between the convention, the, the dedicated PDR convention, and people gambling. And for me personally, it I didn't bother me. I know I'm not a smoker, but there were some people that were really bothered with the smoke. Uh, I knew some wives that were, and I I can definitely see that, okay? So um, if you don't like a lot of smoke or you don't like any smoke, that might have not have been definitely a plus for you or if you if you thought about it. The, the, how was the atmosphere? The atmosphere was was great. There were, there were a lot, as we predicted, of different and new PDR techs. I was doing a partial seminar with Dave Strain, and thank you very much, Dave, uh, for asking me or inviting me to to speak a little bit. I spoke for about 15 minutes, and I was actually speaking with Lin Tang as well. But listen, I spoke for 15 minutes, and the first thing I asked was how many people, and it was a packed room too, how many people here have never been to MTE before, or if this is your first one? So three-quarters of that room raised their hands and that was that pretty much said it right there a lot of new people and I do feel like maybe 30 percent maybe 40 tops I don't even think it's that much but probably 30 35 percent of the attendees were repeats or uh, normal regular attendees from Orlando so I heard there was only like 1,100, 1,200 people, but that was actually pretty dang darn good for a first one during hail season or a busy hail season. Now compare that to, to Orlando's last year, which they said it, the attendance wasn't that, that big either, but it was 2,300. And it definitely, to me personally, it didn't feel like 1,000 a, a or 1,100. It did feel like more to me, especially when... It was about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock inside the exhibit hall. It was packed. I did a video about an hour before that, and I wish I would have waited because it was, it was definitely more packed um, than when I put, posted a video. 
It was not dead, guys. It was very nice. The going through the exhibits was was roomy, but it was busy, but not crowded. You know what I mean? Like wall to wall people. That can be pretty irritating. There was plenty of space, and I liked it. I mean, I did like it. I liked the atmosphere. Ultra had a big old booth. Uh, Anson didn't have as big of a booth as they did in Orlando, but they still had a nice booth. Uh, there was dent stuff there. They had a nice booth. Um, the only companies I didn't see, I didn't see PDR Pro PDR Solutions. PDR Finesse had a nice booth again. Uh, I didn't see Pro PDR Solutions. Didn't see A1, which we all knew already because they are going to the PDR World Cup, I believe. And by the way, by the way, I should have mentioned this in the beginning. I'm not sure if you heard, but Maria from A1 Tools, unfortunately, had an accident during the time we were there at, uh, last weekend. And what, uh, from what the, the, from what I gather from the from what the intel is that apparently the jacuzzi was malfunctioning and it overheated. But somehow she ended up in that water. She had an accident. She actually fell. And she got second-degree uh, burns about 80% of her body. Terrible, terrible, terrible accident. That's all I know from here. And this is Wednesday, the 11th, 9-11. And by the way, um, thoughts and prayers to that 9-11 uh, people and friends that were lost in that. But back to Maria, I, my prayers and everybody's prayer was praying to as well and, and hoping that she is going to have a full recovery. I heard second degree burns are definitely recoverable. I don't know how bad beyond that. Um, but listen, we all wish her a very quick and uh, not so painful recovery because I, I do know that that can be quite painful to recover from. And I, I hope she gets through it as easy as possible. So we are uh, hoping for the best for you, Maria. And anyways, um, far as getting back to the feel, the atmosphere, it was good. I had a great atmosphere. There was no drama. There was people having a good time all over the place. Um, some surprise Vendors, I would say, uh, oh, it gets that. That's hail. Let's just read where it's at. Let's see. Hail one inch in diameter. Uh, many stones around the pea size with several larger ones up to quarter size. Uh, that's in Colorado. Garfield County, Colorado. Uh, good for you guys. All right. Put that on silent. Um, what else is going to say? Da, 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 da. I got lost off my train of thought here. So how was, now let's talk about the tools, all right? So we all know if you don't have a very, you don't come and bring and bring as a vendor, tool vendor, you don't have new tools, your marketing sales are probably not going to do so well unless you've always had a spare stock or, or whatnot. Only so many tools of the tools that have been out there for so long will bring you, will help you pay for that booth, right? So I think this case was different. 
Last year, there weren't so many new tools. I don't know if I say last year, but what, nine months ago, eight months ago? There weren't that many tools at the Orlando. And for the most part, what I heard last, like a lot of tool manufacturers didn't make a lot of money. And that was mostly to blame on the lack of new tools. Well, this Las Vegas, it was cool. There were there were a lot of tools. I did speak to a few people, and some people said, well, there weren't enough new tools. But there were, right? It depends, I guess, what you want to see, I guess, right? So some of the new tools were Daniel Grom's balloon tips from Blem, made from Blem. And by the way, if Mark Blem is listening or any of the Blem people, I really hope to see you at the Orlando show. Really, I think you would do well and that the tools are made well, some of the best tools on the market, and I know they would do hella well. And let's let's try to get those guys on board. I haven't seen them since I was in Clearwater, actually, a long time ago when, when Jerry Blen was there. And that was the last time I saw him. I think it was either 06, 07, something like that. So I hope to see them come back. There was these pliers, these chrome pliers that are for fender edges and it's super flat and you can see your reflection as you're pushing the dent. It's really, really nice. They are different than your edge pliers. Edge pliers would definitely, uh, it definitely wins hands down for edges of the doors Motorcycle tank fenders, rear fenders, or front fenders where, you, where they bend it, or mufflers, exhaust onto tips. Those That's a really good tool, but we're talking about that other flat one. Super chrome. I don't know, I'm going to have to put some pictures up here that I'm talking about on my podcast thing. So go to denttimepdr.com. Check out this podcast here. All right. Look on the show notes and I'll put those photos up there. If I didn't, for somehow, you guys got to call me out. If I don't put something up that I said I was going to put up, hit me up. Hey, Mike, you need to put those pictures up. I want to get a, call me out. All right, you know, let me know. Give me some, give me some crap. Hold me accountable, please. <clears throat> That'll be easy on me though. Um, what else did I like? Dent stuff. Look, I regret not being able. To, I've told Dent stuff I was going to come out there and give him an interview, and I forgot all about it. He had some really cool stuff. Okay, he had some really cool carbon tech. Uh, I have a couple, but he updated his tools, and they're kind of like a telescoping. Actually, they are. They're telescoping uh, carbon fiber hail rods, and he had some really cool different tips to put on there. He had one that you can adjust up back and forth. It was pretty interesting. He had a lot of cool stuff. You got carbon tech and Endeavor kind of got together. Actually, they did get together and caught and and they have this thing called 2MB and some super innovative stuff from hammers to hangers to straps to a new look on their carbon tech uh, hood stand. And as always, uh, Endeavor has a like a cool new hanger. Like hail hanger where the strap it's a it's a ring and it's a strapped ring and it can you know totally open up to fit whatever rod size rod or whatever tips you got on hook, uh, hooked onto the rod so you can get it through pretty innovative 
really, really cool. And that was really, really legit. Obviously, you probably heard and saw that Kiko, the Kiko, um, gosh dang, I'm freaking losing my head right now. Jeez. Uh, the Kiko Dead Center, there you go, Dead Center crease tabs. They were legit. I had a chance to use them this morning, and they were pulling like a mofo. They For so small in the surface that it grabs, it's ridiculous. Redunculous. The one thing you like about I like about those is I can see accurately place my tab, my right on the crease pretty pretty freaking accurately and what's really amazing is that it will pull a normal deeper crease not normal a deeper crease than normal it's amazing it does awesome now i did notice the head is a little bit rectangle like where you hook on hook hook the mini lifter or slide hammer on and it is definitely i would say more optimized for their robo lifter the pass through i like that one uh, your slide hammer, it just, when I notice when you, if you are using a non-passover and you hook up to it, it will pull more on the side that it's hooking more up to, if that makes sense, okay? Because you have that horseshoe adapter that hooks to the tab. Well, part of it, it doesn't all the, hook all the way through, and you are going to kind of lift more on that side than you will evenly. So I do recommend using a pass-through, and putting it on there, and you'll get an even pull from the center out. If that makes sense. It's hard to say, explain this, uh, why I'm talking and saying it, but I'm super impressed. Uh, they have new pivot tips. Very good. Very much more surface, much stickier in a very good way, more tackier, won't slide and slip as much, doesn't have a nipple on it anymore. Very, it's just very good. They have rectangle ones, bigger round ones, almost like quarter size ones, nickel size ones, tiny dime size ones. It's it's remarkable. They they did a really great job on the update of those pivot tips, and that's Hayes Freeman's tips, and it's sensational. It's really good. And it, what it, what I'm talking about is it it snaps onto an R4 and it pivots. It's like a, a rubber disc, thick the rubber flat disc. Very good. Um, what else was there? I mean, I'm probably missing a ton of stuff, but that was, I mean, all these stuff was, was newer. Oh, and Kiko also did release a new, um, kind of like a, it's ergonomical handle that you, it uses your own body weight. You use your own body weight with it. You're not bending your wrist or cocking it, or you're using your shoulder to pull, I mean, push. You're actually using your body weight, which is how you should push anyways. I've been saying that for years. But it, this once you, once you have it in your palm and it's in your kind of like your, your forearm, you're going to be able to really get some good control and power. And then you'll realize using your body was the way to go years ago. So very interesting. It's not out yet, though. It was still prototyped. And the cool thing about it is that it has an adapter for your Ultra tools or an adapter for your Tequila A1 tools if you want to use that, take the, take the handles off and use it like that. It's really, really cool. So, um, yeah, Kiko brought it. Now, I'm probably missing some other things that they had, but that's what 
I liked and that's what I invested in. That's why I ended up taking home, except for that ergonomical thing that wasn't available. Um, what else did, did we get here? Uh, shoot. We got, what else did we get here? I think, oh, Stanliner. Now, Stanliner had, as always, they come with different tools. And if you heard me talk about the Stanliner, they always make different tools. They'll make similar tools, but it's rare that they'll consistently make the same tool. And if you've got a good tool and you lost it, good luck getting it getting it the same way it was. And that's not I'm not it, that's not a bad thing, but it can be a bad thing. Or if you're looking for another one for your tech and you waited a while, chances are you're not going to get it. That's the that's the only I would say I wouldn't say a gripe. I'm just saying it's it's just a little I'd love to see them consistently make the killer whale tail like the last version they had. Like the last one I saw at MTE, that was perfect because it had the right angle. And heck, he might have been out, but I asked him if he had it. He said they, they didn't even say that they had any more of them. And they are hard to make. I get it. But they had different ones that were that would get the crease out more. So if you're swinging your normal whale tail, you can use one that this one that's more pointed up and a little bit more tapered and thinner and sharper where you can actually fit that right in the crease and walk the crease out the last 10% or the last 20% and be more accurate with it. So that was pretty cool. I picked up their spoon though, and it does look like a spoon. That's the best way I can describe it. A giant spoon, big tablespoon. Looks like that. Like a narrow, big ta- tablespoon. And the ideal of that is that you use it for hail or truck bed and you make contact with the spoon. You can rub it. You can roll it. You can push with it. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. On top of that, you flip it over and you can use the tip of the spoon, kind of like your sharp tip, and then you can finish it out that way if you have a, a pit in it. Pretty dang darn interesting. So I picked up that. I already tried it. It works pretty well, but I'm still getting used to it. There are, look, one thing about Stanliner, you don't just pick up the tool and start using it. There are some learning curves. And then once you thought you you know it, you don't. There's more things you could learn from it. Um, it it's definitely unique. And some people don't believe in them. They think it's you know, all yada yada. I'm telling you. Listen, I don't have a stake in Stanliner, okay? I don't have a stake in any company right now. I don't, I'm not getting, and this is not saying, this is not a complaint, okay? This is not, and this, and I, and listen, I want to get this right up, straight, uh, right up, right up off the, hold on a second, my dog keeps barking here. Hold on. Let's see. Hey, stop. Let's see here. Okay. So I want to get right off the, I want to get this off my chest here. Let me tell you something about people who say, oh, you get paid for doing tools. You, you know, you're, in, you, you might um, be so biased and yada, yada. First of all, for the record, as of now, I, I don't get paid anybody. No checks come to me for me to help promote their, 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 their tools. However, 
if I ever did, I would disclose it. I would make sure that you know. I'm not going to, I would never steer you guys wrong on buying a tool because I'm getting paid for it. But before you jump into conclusions here, I would definitely get paid. I would definitely wouldn't mind getting paid. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong to get paid. As long as you believe in the product, that's what I would believe in. Okay? Some people had an opinion about Dave Shalott or uh, Gene Fetty uh, doing, being kind of like their spokespersons and kind of pushing out videos and stuff. Ask me, that's the smartest friggin' thing a PDR tool company or a PDR any company could do. I think Kinko is a genius for doing it. I know it's helped their sales. I know, you know, that their products are fantastic. More importantly, the people who are representing it, who are doing the spokesperson promotions, like Jonathan Van Hoor and then... Uh, uh, I probably messed up his name. I'm going to just call him Jonathan V. He's a uh, super guy. He's got a lot of the, the ideas behind all this with along with Kiko to create this stuff. But all these guys are top-notch. They, they're consistently doing a great job in the industry, and they're not going to steer you wrong either. So I think props off to that. I think they did a great job. I think they're doing a fantastic job on that. I might be getting a little off topic, but I'm just kind of clearing things up about since we're talking about tools. So please give those guys a break, man. They're promoting a very good product, a very a good product in general. And I think they're doing a great job. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, tell that to Michael Jordan, who got paid from Nike a long time ago. Tiger Woods. Any pro athlete or anybody kind of, who is a spokesperson for something. You see it all day long. And why do you keep seeing it from different companies? Because it works. It works. So I think it I think that's a great idea. And you tool manufacturers, if you are don't have the time to promote your own product, you should maybe think about getting people who are maybe would help you and think about doing that. Okay? And no, I'm not asking for a job. I'm just saying that, okay? Not talking about me. There's a lot of other people out there that are doing a fantastic job uh, being an influencer, and I think it's great. We need all, PDR needs all the help we can get. Man, I'm going to go way off topic. Something just came up on my mind right now. And so anyways, I had a guy I, I met at MTE. He's a painter, but he comes in, and um, he said, Mike, uh, listen, I work with this so-and-so guy, PDR Tech, and he charges $40 a car. And he thinks that he's charging too much. I know this person that he's referring to or talking about. I have to say this because this really pisses me off because it doesn't make me mad that he's charging $40 a car. That's not really the most mad part. I mean, I'm upset. And I know you guys are steaming right now, too. And maybe some of you guys are in the same boat charging that. But let me tell you why you shouldn't do that. 
the most part I'm very upset about is in order. He doesn't believe in himself. He doesn't understand the value of his own work if he does great work, which I can tell you that he probably doesn't and some people have vouched for it because why would you? You're not getting paid enough to do a great job. You almost don't care at that price. It's, 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 it's horrible to feel that you are only worth $40 a car. $40 a car? I mean, that's, that's ridiculous, dude. I think that's, and I'm not trying, I bet you my country next door, this other country next door freaking charges probably more than that. A dent. Man, if you guys can't get your own prices up in a dealership and hold your foot down, you're never, ever going to love your job. You're never going to respect it. You'll always be in the same rut, pissed off. And then on top of it, you can't even control your future with $40 a car. You know how you'll control it by your fear that you think you'll lose the account if you raise your prices. I'd rather lose the account and know I have a peace of mind and I can go control my own future. That's ridiculous, man. Sorry, I got off topic. But <laughs> so, hey, I'm spontaneous on my on my stuff, guys. So, just I just like, gosh, that ticked me off, man. He came in yesterday and I just remembered to say it. You know, I was just like, oh my gosh, dude! Like, you, you, and he's been like that for five years. I've at least because that's when I found out. Well, maybe longer than that, seven years. Dude. Like. That's ridiculous. I can't believe he hasn't raised his prices. I mean, that's, that's just mind-blowing. I know, I'm complaining. You know, it's wishful thinking, though. Because you're not, doing, you're not even doing the industry any favors. You're not. You start that low, there's like good luck raising your prices. I, I, just, I just don't see why would anybody do that. Uh, moving on. Boom, boom, boom. Moving on. Jeez, I went way off topic, didn't I? Um, once in a while you get that from me. That's what this podcast is. This is an abnormal podcast. Okay, PDR podcast. I try to just say what's on my mind, and maybe you guys can relate to it. Maybe you guys can entertain with it. The mic's crazy. He's all over the place, but hey, this is where I can totally, really be myself, and you guys can hear my thoughts and agree or disagree. I invite both. Okay. Give me your thoughts. What do you, what do you think? Overall, what did I think about MTE? I think it's friggin' great. Some people I understand can't do it. They can't do two a year. I, I, I get it. One thing I also wanted to mention is that PDR Tool Time had a booth, a big booth, with three different cars there. And you could actually take the tools, check them out, and go to the the area and test the tools there were actually a lot of tools already there that you could check out including all the new tools and you could actually find out and see how it worked there that was pretty cool and then next year at Orlando, i heard they're gonna have like couches and places you can hang out and because there was a big barrier there and i think some in one small opening i think people didn't didn't realize that they can actually test the tools on the cars 
So keep that in mind when you go to the next Mobile Tech Expo. They're going to have that. And then what what about the Dent Olympics? Excuse me, the call it that the Dent Trials. I'm gonna tell you right now that was that was tough. I think it was a tougher contest. And some of you guys might get upset, but I think it was a tougher contest than the uh, Dent Olympics. And it was the same guys who put it on and who did it. So congrats to them. They, I thought they did a pretty good job. And I heard that the competition was super close as far as judging, okay, by points. And they only did one through five. So you didn't get a whole list of, like, top 15 people. So I wish they would have. I wish they would have done at least the top 10 you know, five, top five get prizes, but at least they get some recognition at the the other five. I just I just would like to curious to see. Okay, and I think other guys would like to see where they where they matched up to as well. How were the dents? The dents were nasty. You probably saw me post some stuff on Instagram, my Facebook page, PDR Tool Time. They were nasty. They were tough. And I'm going to tell you what ha- ended up happening. I'm talking all this smack. I'm like, yeah, I want to get in there. Oh, it's all sold out. Oh, oh, okay. So Andrew Kinsey goes, hey, man, if I get one opening, I'll let you come in. It's like, all right, yeah. It didn't look like I was going to get in. There was only like 27 contestants, and they only had like two two or four dents on each side, whatever it was. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get in there. So Andrew comes, hey, Mac, I got you. Got you. So I go pay my $150, and. My hand's shaking, you know, as I'm giving them the money, you know. And and I'm like, fudge, man. I go, what time What time do I go? It's like, oh, you go at 12 o'clock. I think it was like 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock or something like that. Well, I go, oh, shoot, it's 11.15. I call Shane Roses, my my friend, who I, I trained in 2012, too. And I said, Shane, dude, you, you guess what? And he goes, oh, what? I go, dude, I got you a ticket. <laughs> so I gave him my spot. And... He did fantastic. He he did really good. Shane did awesome. Uh, he was right there with Manny. Manny's looked great. I mean, gosh dang, these I, all of them looked good. And I'm not just saying it because of Shane. Uh, he did a good job. Did a great job. And props to Manny who came in number one. How uh, you got uh, Jean number two, uh, three Achilles, good another good friend of mine. Um, Four was uh, Leonardo, or I'm probably pronouncing his wrong, uh, his name wrong, but he was from Brazil. And fifth was Mike Broughton, so another good tech. I mean, they're got to admit all of them were good. So what am I trying to say? Yeah, chicken pooped out, man. And I said, you know what? I need two hours to fix just the door. I am not one of those power fast PDR techs. I'm just not that way. And I didn't want to embarrass myself, so. Uh, it's a lot of pressure. Even, even I don't care what you say. You've been doing PDR for years and years. You got fifty to hundred people watching you. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna bead. Now keep in mind too, as well, that you technically are only getting thirty minutes a dent instead of forty five minutes a dent, uh, like you would for one dent at the Orlando. So that was a good advantage over there and disadvantage at the dent trials. Now, how most people did it is that they would do the fender because that was the easiest dent to do and then do the rail and then do the door so they could catch, so they could spend all the rest of the time on the door, which is the hardest. However, some people, Jean explained to me that he did the fender and he set up a tab on the rail 
and he started the dent on the on the door. And then he went back to the rail, pulled it, tapped it, went back to the door, started that, put another tab on the other one. I'm excuse me, another tab on the other one, and went back to the door. So that was crazy. Uh, Achilles, he told me that he went for the fender, then he went to the door, then he went to the rail. So that was that was interesting. So everybody had their own technique, but it seemed, from what I saw, most everybody went fender first because it was deeper. I'm not deeper. It was it was a crease dent in it, and I thought that was the easiest dent. I think most people agreed, even though it was deep. But the uh, other parts of the, the 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 dents, they were pretty decent, pretty decent size dents on the rail. And definitely a deep mofo on the door. Probably the deepest I've ever seen. And some people, oh, that was the same. No, no. It was deeper. It's much, much deeper. I mean, yeah, it was it was deep. So I think that was a very good contest. That was probably a contest I thought about. I mean, like we all, no, I, th- I didn't think about it. I mean, I had thoughts of it. But I think a lot of us conversated about having three dents to do. And they finally did it. So props to them. However, I heard it was done first. The first it was ever done was at, uh, well, it could be wrong at other countries, but uh, a PDR, uh, what is it, that PDR World Cup, excuse me. I heard they did it last year at their event, and they're doing it again uh, in November. I won't be attending that. It's in Bronson, so I'm sure A1 Tools will have some uh, some information about it. Anson, I think Anson's going to be out there. So, so there are going to be some tool manufacturer, tool companies out there. So if you can make it in November out to PR World Cup and get in that contest, then go for it, okay? It's going to be something similar to what that was. Um, all right, so enough of, enough of what that is. Overall, I liked it. I thought MTE Vegas was a uh, a win i thought it was a success and please keep in mind going back to the clearwater when i was in clearwater with vince in 2006 i think it was my first one there were probably 300 people there and i heard that was like the third or fourth one that they already had okay so i was i wasn't the first one i went to or the first annual one they had i was already like three or four you know from it so they already that was like the third or fourth one at the time maybe it was fifth and it wasn't that many people you look at the vegas compared to the first one it was good do i do i think it's it's going to be different techs i do i think i think it really will be if if many people can't make it like it did yesterday if you have a I don't know. I guess if you have a busy year, you won't make it. If you if you have a bad year, you won't make it, right? Because then you don't have the funds. Time will tell, guys. We'll tie, tell next year. How did the vendors do? I well, thought the vendors did pretty well. Mostly the big ones, the big vendors did really well. Mostly they did. Some guys didn't hit what they wanted, but they still broke even or they they made some more made some some profit. Some people thought there was going to be more people there. Some people thought that it was going to be slower. It wasn't, they weren't going to have as much sales and they did well. But in general, I think seven out of 10 vendors had a, had a good success at it. But again, it goes back to the tools though. Just think about it. If 
you have new tools, you'll probably do well. If you don't have new tools, well, you'll either do the same or less. That's, that's what I think. I mean, that's basically what I heard. That's the stats I have. So take that with a grain of salt. If you are thinking about coming to MTE, I definitely re recommend it. I really would like to see Blem there. I'd like to see all the tool companies there at Vegas next year. I'm looking forward to Orlando in late January. That is Super Bowl weekend, everybody. So remember, uh, if you can, stay until Monday because Sunday is Super Bowl and we'll probably all get together anyways and hang out. But that is Super Bowl weekend. We just we looked that up earlier. All right, so let's get to the phone calls. This is a longer podcast. You might have to listen to it in thirds. I don't know. So we're going to call some people and see how they liked it. All right. So call Scotto here. Oh. Scotto. What up? What's you, going on? You, you got a second? Yeah. All right. You're live on my podcast right now, dude. What's that? You're on my podcast right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So listen, man. Yo. I, I want you to I want you to give me your thoughts about the show. I didn't tell you I was going to call you, and I didn't tell you you're going to be you on this. So. Definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh. Hey, listen, listen, man. Don't 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 worry. You're not. Nobody's hearing you right now. I'm just recording oh, into I'm into. Good. It. Okay. Yeah, so. it's all good, bro. Yeah. Now I want to get your consent. I I can put you on the podcast. Is that right? Okay. Can I? Yeah, of course right. you can. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing. That. I'm just making sure, okay? Because I want to make sure that you, you. Cool I just right. signed here. I just signed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks. You just sent me a text. All right, uh, John Scotto, you're in, you're in Boston. You, you run RPM. You have uh, RPMDentRepair.com. You have a very super awesome shop, by the way. I've been there personally. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, this is unscripted, is people. Up. So I'm calling him and listen. What did you think of the show, Scotto? And give give your opinion, and then we'll we'll give your your, 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 your and then your criticism, right? Constructive criticism about it and your thoughts. So what overall? What did you think about it? Uh, overall, I thought it was really good. Um, I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was, you know, it was smaller. I think. I think me personally, I thought it was more intimate. Like I thought, I think like the, the networking was, you know what I mean? It was, you got to talk to, you know, everyone kind of, you usually it's just, there's too many people. So it's like, you're either here or there or so you're able to interact. I think with a, a lot more people because, you know, it was smaller and kind of everyone was together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I, I, as far I as as far as the show itself, um, you know, there was it. It was good, I think, because it, you know, I think it was perfect because you were able to. Sometimes you're in there, it's shoulder to shoulder. You you go to one place and you got to go back because it's just too busy and you can't check out the tool. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're kind of bouncing around. So that aspect, of it, I think it. You know, it was good. It was you were able to you know, kind of mingle and really look at the tools. I mean, there wasn't as much detailing there. So it was kind of like, you know, there was breathing room as far as, you know, 
tools you know i thought about it after because when i was there i thought you know i guess there was kind of a few new tools i mean i bought a few tools but i felt like it would have been well i i shouldn't say i felt like it i'm more i'm curious to see what january is gonna be yeah. that's my thing like i'm curious to see if if there's gonna be new stuff other than here like yeah how are they gonna do that that's you know that that's what I'm concerned you, you about. Bring like, up a, is it, you, you bring up a good point, Scott. So you yeah. like like how, how? Yeah, that brings another point up. That will be the, that, that will be the, the challenge. Tool, the tool company, like you know, every six months you'd have always, to come out a tool, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You'd have yeah. to you you gotta have to to make it be and 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 make it exciting for people to go and you know and make it successful. You've got to be able to have new product and you know I just. I'm concerned. Maybe there's a lot of things I don't know about that are going to come out. Like, you know, it's what? No, there, there are that many months. There are that many months away. Yep. There are going to be, well, you know, uh, Anson's going to probably have available their new cordless glue gun actually for sale. And by the way, yeah. I've been testing it. It's like, it's really, really good. Um, yeah. I know TM, uh, 2MB and Carbon Tech are having new tools. So, yeah. They know, I think they realize, you know, I've already spoke to some of those people and they, they, they do realize it. And some people are kind of, some, and some manufacturers, tool manufacturers are concerned about that challenge. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You, you're right. Like the two MB one, like they know that I think they, their focus, like they know that they're going to have to, they already know. Like, I think they, they got their, you know, this is like you said, there's people that have their future planned out. You know what I mean? Yep. So they're ready for it. They're ready for that challenge. Is what I'm saying, you know. Absolutely, but, absolutely. I, I, Scotto, you brought up a good point there, I, and that was something I missed because I talked about how I felt about it, and you're pretty much hitting what I said. But you made that's a good point. I mean, about the tools. How much pressure is that going to cause them? Is that going to make or break them? I, I feel if somebody can keep, if they can keep that up, they're going to kill it all year long and more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. What, what, what company, yeah, what, mean, what tool made place did you see that had the most tool, new tools? Um, well, let me think about that for a second. I mean, me personally, I, it was a toss up between, I would say Kiko and Stanliner. So yeah, you know, what really bums me out is I really, the way it went for me, I really didn't spend a lot of time, um, at Kiko and I'm kind of upset because it was just, you know, the days and the walking around, like there was a lot of people there and that kind of, I wish I did, but you're right. And that, that's what pisses me off about the most of it is because they probably, I would say, yeah, they probably had the, uh, the most, the most exciting different things that come out, you know? Yeah. They, um, they did have a lot of stuff. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Anson had a hell of a lot. Shoot. What about that mat, dude? That mat. Oh, Anson. I love that thing. Isn't, I love that. Yeah, that like that came out with what I think with TDN came out with that, and now they sell it. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic, man. I mean, I, I love that. And the, listen, Scott, I just hope they they all do it. I mean, now now was there anything that you what would you have liked to seen or anything different? I mean, besides tools, like you could say whatever you felt. I mean, what was your yeah, yeah, no, I'm not, I, I mean, want to say a gripe. It's not. A I gripe. mean, obviously, we know the first place I run over to. I mean, it's just it's it's because you know it, it's what I love. It's because those are the things for as long like, as I've like been. What? Doing, wait, I, wait, I don't. I may know. Stanliner okay. always like. It's like I already know that they're whatever they have there. 
I don't like the way they the, the way they do it because it's like you know it's it's almost like you know you get a first come first serve. Yeah, I kind of get that, but it's like they have a lot of one off stuff, and you know the more and more you know year by year you you kind of and especially using the tools you kind of have a feel so i mean that's really for me that's the most like my mind is i i'm not even thinking about the show until i get that yeah, over let me like, let me back you let me back you up there yep. because you were mentioning something yep. you, you didn't like the way they they what they give away their tools or sell their tools or or what like yeah no of, it's just it's uh, you know do you think they do you the, think they should have a raffle very, it's very well something some type of system i i'm not gonna lie i mean me of all people thomas knows, i have a lot of anxiety like i need to get that out of the way like i need to find out what tools are out and which ones i can get and this 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 very limited is what yeah. i'm saying so yeah. i would it just kind of a lot that. of yeah, and it kind of brings it's a little anxiety for me personally. Like, no, it, like I'm just more focused on okay, I gotta get there, I gotta see what they got and get that over with before I even start thinking about everything else because you know it's just because they're it's so limited. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, I love them. That's why <laughs> that's why I'm there. I mean, yeah. the those tools, the technique, I mean, what it does to me on a day to day, you know, it's just. I mean, all these years and just using different tools and using them a little different and just even a little different technique. I mean, things that they just they are amazing. I are absolutely you, are, I, are I you, love them. Are you are you are you a spokesperson? Are you a paid spokesperson? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I just messed with that because no. I was ta I was talking about that earlier, uh, in a good way, oh, in really? a good way, in a yeah, good way. You know? Yeah, I think uh, uh, Gene Fetty and Jonathan and Dave Shalott are representing Kiko really well. So that's my yeah. opinion. You know what I mean? No, trust me, John. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say what I. You know what I mean? No, I was. It's just you know what it's. They, you know, they have a product and, you know, I kind of, in a way, it is kind of good how they do it because it's like, you know, not everyone has everything I have. You know well, what I mean? I mean, it's if it was me and this is just, this is just my take, but everybody who attended, let's say the, the, my, my introductory standliner event, you know what I mean? Like the, the what the class that they had, right. Talking yeah. about the newest tools that they have. Anybody, everybody who came in the door, I'd give them a, a raffle ticket and that would that would give everybody a chance to have yeah. a crack at getting that. You know what I mean? That's, that would be the, even, uh, even the people who, who are, you know, helping them out, you know, that they yeah. still have to give the public a, a chance to get them all. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, you're right. And, and you know what, at the event, I was like, there was some, you know, there was only one, two, three, you know, three sets of something. We did that raffle there and I thought that was good. And you know what? I never win nothing. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I, I finally won some, I won the AirPods there on the, on the, there was only three, you know, those big yeah. raffles, everyone that we got a ticket. I ended up winning that, but I won my name when we were at Dawn's at the event, we had to keep writing our name and putting it in, putting it in. And I can't think of his name. I know he was out of Cincinnati. The one that had that truck that was out front with that cool canopy Oh, and yeah, he had yeah, that yeah. Uh, heat gun. I can't think of his name. What was yeah, his name? I, I but it, anyways, he kept writing my name down for me. He's like, I got you. I got you. And throwing in the hat. I kept winning. 
So I kept getting tools that were like, <laughs> well, you have them, those door tools. There was only like one, two yeah. or three sets. So I was honored, you know, yeah. but in the show, like you, you got that spoon tool that I, you know what I mean? Like there was only what, six of those, you know what I mean? Like, I don't and know how you, the six people got them. And you know what? what? I, I, listen guys, I, you guys probably thought I had it the whole time. I didn't, I didn't. I, I walked up. No, I know you. And I go, hey, I you, guys, you guys got that spoon tool or whatever. I was, and I didn't even get to see it. So I feel honestly, I feel kind of, kind of bad. I feel like the, the everyone should have had a chance at it. That's all. So yeah, and that's and yeah, not, and, and I made, I and I made you keep that. By the way, <laughs> I yeah, made that's you keep right. That. That's right. right. <laughs> you did, and I told you, don't worry. I ha I have one coming, and you know, and that's what I mean, Mike. Until we went and used that tool, I mean. That's pretty amazing. I mean, the way we were, we started playing with it. Remember on the quarter on that truck? Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, that, it is a great tool. It's I was describing it too as well on on there prior, but I mean, honestly, yeah. Scott, I just I I really wanted to just see your take on this because I am going to call other people too as well. And yeah, no, overall, I mean, yeah. like, look, I my description was it's different if you're if you're a first time tech, which I talked to other people, which I hope I'm going to call some people that they loved it. They never been to yeah. NT. They're going to come back, well, and there was a lot of new ones. There, yeah, a lot of new people. Yeah. Well, what about what's his name? I could say his name, right? The um, Dave Dave um, Dave Fisher. When we were talking to him at the end, I never realized he he's been to MME with us, right? He's yeah. coming to MME again. This, but he was he was like at the end, we were I, he was going ready to catch his flight. We were talking. He's like, you know, this is my first. And I go, you know what, Dave? It's actually this is perfect because. You, if you went last year, the, it's not overwhelming. That's yeah. exactly right. And so that that and it's gonna grow. It's gonna yeah. grow. You know, it's gonna grow. It will. I mean, I, I mean, hope hey, it does. I, I mean, I have my you know my takes on that, but we're you know we'll we'll see. We'll see, Scotto. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Scotto, yeah. listen. Hey, you know, yeah. I know I'm gonna make both of them. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah no just, doubt about it. You know that. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, listen, man, I just I wanted to give say thanks for taking your time and giving your your take yeah, and no some worries. good and some good feedback about it. So, um, yeah, I'll no, call, I'll call you calling. later on. Okay. Thanks, All right, thanks for coming on, All Scotto. I right. know. Uh, thanks for okay. having me, man. You got it. All right. Bye -bye. I'll see you, Mike. Yep. Later. Bye. All right. That was John Scotto, man. So Scotto is, you, you know, he's kind of a quiet guy and well, he didn't sound like it though. Did he? He really opened up about the, uh, his thoughts on mobile tech expo in Las Vegas and he gave you his honest take. So this is what this is for. I don't want to script anything. Matter of fact, he mentioned Dave Fisher, so we're going to call Dave. Let's see if he's awake or awake if he's. Come on, Dave. It could be late, though. It's what is it? Uh, six, it's nine, ten over there. Dang. Hello, you've reached Dave Fisher. If you're in need of a dent repair, please leave your name number and a brief message and i'll get back to you as soon as possible all right all right so well unfortunately he is not available so let me see if i can call maybe he might call me back leaving the battery you know what we're gonna call my wife let's get her on the phone hi dad what are you doing well we're in front of the chinese restaurant i'm ordering something and then we're heading home Okay, well, I'm recording you now on my podcast. I told you I'd give you a call, but I didn't tell you I didn't tell you exactly specifically what I was going to ask you, but 
it doesn't matter anyways because um listen i just want to get your take on on mobile tech expo las vegas you've been with me to i think what the last two in orlando right yeah the last two in orlando and Uh And is it the last two or the last three i don't know i think it was last two so okay year before you uh yeah you were with um vince's wife melinda so okay all right so what did you think about this? Give me your takeaway on this. So, overall, like, just sum it up. Like, did you like it or did you not like it? What was and what was different? I I like the Las Vegas one. Well, I also like the um, the Florida one just because finally getting to know people that you know with the name and the faces, mm-hmm. meeting people. But the Las Vegas one's totally different. It's like more, it's like a smaller venue and kind of more intimate uh-huh. and you know newer people i think what like more than yeah, like more than 50 percent are from the west coast that doesn't usually go to florida so it's like a lot of new faces i've seen that but the thing that i enjoyed is like what i was um uh thinking you know when i went to florida the last two years like i'm like oh you know, the first time I went, it's like mostly men. So I was like, uh, there's only a few girls or a few wives I can I can count with my 10 fingers how many wives were were there the first time I went to MTE. There's Is there more women, do you think, that are coming to this event? Because that's I think that's important. I think it, I, I, I like it when the women are, are around, too. Well... Well, obviously, you know, I have, uh, you know, I've like talked to a lot of guys the first time I went to MTE and some of them like, you know, said, hey, you know, my my wife thinks it's a man thing or my wife wants to come, but they can't come because they have to take care of kids. Like what happened with me? Remember the first time you went to MTE or the first few times I said go because I have to take care of business and two babies. I don't want to have to deal with that in Florida. So I'd rather go when the kids are older. And so... Finally, I'm in that, you know, level where I can go with you because the kids are older. But in my mind, I'm like, if I can get more women or more wives to come, that would be great. Because if this is a playground for the husband or the man, then it can be one of those things for the women. It's not a playground. It's all business. Trust me. Well, believe me, it's a playground. It reminds me of like a high school reunion for men. Nah, there's no, we're not having fun at all. It's hard work out there. Tell you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, like, but you, you thought it was, you know, you're, you're the second person that said it. Uh, Vince Scotto said it. I think I kind of mentioned it. It's, it is more intimate. I don't think it's going to stay that way and that mean that in a good way, but I hope it grows, you know, and it hopefully it still stays tight. The only thing I thought is just a little bit, it's hard to differentiate. It was hard to like say, uh, different, you know, kind of like see where all the dent guys are at. You know what I mean? Except for we, we knew we were to meet the middle bar, but other than that, we, we thought it was good. So, all right. So. What do you mean? What do you mean? It's uh, hard to see where, where the other, well, you got the normal gambler crowd and then you got your, the PDR crowd in one, you know, at the bar, you know, lounge area. And, but that was, it was still cool. It's, it, it's so hard to describe. I think, I think it's different for you because, uh, you're so used to the Florida one. You you started what? You started going to Florida one on the third year that MTE was founded, wasn't it? Or it started. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you go, Mary. You got a lot of like stuff in the background. So I just want to get your quick take on that, okay? Okay. All right.
Well, uh, Alyssa, okay. I'll, I'll get you on the next one. Talk to you later, Mom. See ya. Okay, bye. All right, guys, that was my wife. We call each other Mom and Dad, so that's why. Um, I'm going to call Cole Fox. See, he doesn't even know. I'm, uh, let's see if he'll answer. Hello? What's cracking, dude? <laughs> What's cracking? Hey, man, you're, you, I, I'm recording you on my podcast, if you don't mind. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. So I don't know if everybody knows. I'm, I'm trying to give like a summary of, of how MTE was and trying to get different opinions about it. Like, Because you're pretty straight up. I know you'll give me my opinion. I, and this is spontaneous, too. So okay. what did you think about the show? The show as a whole? Yeah. Um. Smaller than I expected, but I felt like the turnout was okay. Cool, cool. Um, the Dent Olympics. Yeah, Dent Trials was was not fair. Okay, uh, how? Uh, because uh, the dents on the front doors were half the size of the ones on the back, and the back doors were stretched. Oh, you know what? I unconsciously, I, I, now that you mention it, I did. I thought that was maybe a mess up, so I didn't really pay attention. I, so I. So what I was kind of wondering, uh, I mean, and we're and what I was kind of wondering is everybody that took first, first, second, third, fourth. I think they all had dents on the front doors. No, Manny. I saw Manny. He had one on the rear. Did so, he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw yeah. Manny. So that that I thought was a little weird, but although I didn't participate in it, so I could, I guess I really can't talk shit about it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, what about the rear door dents though? Did, what did you think about the size of them and how stretched they were? Uh, they were pretty stretched. Yeah. They yeah. definitely were challenging. Those were more challenging than the MTE in Orlando. I'll tell you that I, right now. That's what I thought. That's what I yep. thought. So, uh, they were definitely, definitely more challenging. Fender dent was, uh, the crease. I think that was the, I'm not going to say easily fixable, but fixable. Yeah. And the rail dents, that's a normal that didn't look too, 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 too super extreme. Yeah. yeah I, no, that was a good competition. Okay, good. I want to, yeah, I want to get your take on that. What did you think about? Now I know you were at Dent stuff over there. Okay, and I just kind of mentioned them early in my podcast too. But um, what did you guys? How did you guys do? Or like, how did he do? Do you think he did? Did he do well? He sold the shit out of his rods. Okay. All right. There you go. He he did he did great. Um, he did great, and then he had a lot of limited edition stuff from uh, BNT Tools, BND Tools. Uh huh. So um, he got with them and worked with them, and then his rods sold really well. Um, the everybody seemed to love them. That had their hands on them. Um, it was fun. Good, good. Yeah. Well, that's why uh, you know my point of the, earlier in the podcast was mentioning that you know if you're a company that has new products, you're going to probably do very well. Uh, right. If you're a company that's had products for, you know, same stuff for a couple of years, you probably won't do as much as well. Right. So, uh, cause everyone already has the good stuff. Right. So, right. Um, but anyways, yeah, I just, yeah, I just wanted to see what your thoughts. What I like too. Yeah. yeah. What I, what I like too was, uh, the tool playground. Oh I yeah. That yeah. was a good addition yeah. to, uh, the PDR tool time booth where you can test yeah. the tools. Yeah. Yeah. Where you could actually, grab one of David's rods from Dent Stuff or you could go grab something from Dentcraft or something from Ultra or Anson or whoever you wanted to and you could go try it before you buy screw it. Screw around with them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
I thought that was uh, pretty unique and cool. They're going to have that too at the Orlando as well. And then they're going to have couches where you can, because I don't think many people thought they they could do that, even though they mentioned it and we mentioned it. But uh, they're going to make it a little bit more inviting uh, at Orlando. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm kind of wondering what direction they're trying to head with the Vegas one. Hopefully it just continually gets bigger. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the only other thing is timing. I think there's a lot of guys working that wanted to go that couldn't go because they were still working on hail. Well, you kind of look at the the events that happen in what October, November, and December. Like December is too close to the to Christmas, and then November is SEMA, right? So right. it's kind of yeah. I think they're caught in a rock in a hard place, and I get it too because I was just saying that if you have a good year of PD of of hail, then you can't go because you're busy. But if you have a bad year, you can't go because you didn't make enough money, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. So, I don't know, but we'll no, see. We'll see. I had, I had a great time. It was it was it was awesome. I, I don't and think then, uh, I don't think that's a huge issue because didn't you notice there was a lot of different people too as well? There was it was a completely different, like almost like a completely different demographic of people, like people that I've never met before, people that came up to me and said they knew me on from Facebook. Um, definitely allowed people that probably didn't want to make the long trip to Orlando or vice versa, or it was closer or more accessible. I did definitely see many people also people that I personally know that, that don't go all the way to Orlando. They were there. So that was cool too. Yeah. That's, and that's what I noticed. So I noticed there was a lot more different faces. I don't know Cole, if it's going to be a West coast, East coast seminar. I hope it doesn't. You know what I mean? I, I still hope to see the same amount of people. And now that the people got to experience, maybe they'll go and take the leap to Orlando because they had such a good time at the Vegas one, you know? Right. So I hope that. Happens. Well, and another thing too, is it's cool. It was cool in Vegas because it gave us the opportunity to have some different things to do yeah. versus Orlando. You know, you go to Disneyland, go to, you know, Universal Studios, go check out some stuff there. And then Vegas was a completely different atmosphere, you know, gambling shows, fun stuff yeah and you could see it was still technically kid friendly too you know what i mean uh yeah at least the, at least the the south point was so there's things yeah. to do for the kids if they want arcade to. movie theater bowling pool, bowling bowling yep yeah. bowling yeah so yeah it was definitely kid friendly for them well cool for talk uh cole i just wanted to see what the heck how you how things are gone and i really like your take because you you brought you, you're very um insightful on, on what happened so that was good so and meanwhile yeah. meanwhile if anybody doesn't know cole fox is hosting him and his wife are hosting the mega media event 4.0 in greeley colorado man so you have a fantastic bitching ass giant shop man we cannot wait to go check it out and be there yeah it's pretty cool uh, I'm, I'm super excited too about that how many square feet is that son of a gun uh thirteen thousand five hundred square feet holy moly and 10,000, 10, basically 10,000 working area and the rest of it's office and front desk and parts well, I can't, and all that stuff. I can't wait, man. Can't wait, man. Yeah. And what's your, what's your website? Uh, it's noco auto recon.com. N O C O auto recon, auto recon.com. Okay, cool. Dot com. Yep. Cool. Go check them out. Go check it out. And if you haven't signed up for a mega media events, you know, I, I, I could be on the waiting list. Go check it out. If you really want to get on, let us know. We'll see what we can do. Denttrainermedia.com. Denttrainermedia.com. 
And thanks a lot, Cole, for coming on, man. Hey, thanks, Mike. Appreciate okay. it. You got it. We'll talk to you later, bro. See ya. Uh, all right. Bye. All right. We got Cole Fox. Cole Fox is the, uh, man, he has really built his business up, man. Huge, man. So uh, we're excited for him. We're excited that he's hosting it, and we couldn't be more happier to look forward to being there. So uh, Mega Media Event, DentsTrainerMedia.com. And here, whoa, right in the middle of our conversation, let's check it out, dude. Ryan Shut, Dude, Ryan, perfect timing, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You called right in the middle of my that. podcast, and I said I was going to give you a call, and then here you are. <laughs> <laughs> it, was the, it was the moon aligning. It, it is, man. It is, man. So, Ryan Shett, where are you out of? Where, where, what, what area? Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. And, and, Baltimore. and, and what's the name of your, your company? RPS Dent Specialist. Cool. And your handle and your website, please? Uh, RPSDentRepair.com. And it's RPS Dent Repair. Really, that's the easiest way to get to find me. Perfect, perfect. So, listen. You also have a uh, you have a show, a live show on YouTube every Thursday. Is that correct, or is it Facebook? Where is I it? I do, I do. It's 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 YouTube right now. We've got some some different stuff in the works here very shortly in the future. But it's YouTube Thursday nights called the Dent Digest. So nice. eight Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, I've been on the show and it's really good. You are very <clears throat> you interview people very well, Ryan. Uh, so congrats! I think it's very entertaining. You guys are going to learn a lot. So go check it out over there. It's actually going to be on tomorrow, right? Yeah, I've actually got the PDR Tool Times guys coming on to uh, do a little tool recap. Go over you know some of the stuff we bought, some of the stuff we've used since we bought. So it should be a pretty good show. Cool. Yeah, I just mentioned a little bit of stuff I was using too, and I and I was kind of doing a recap of what I felt, and then I called Scotto, I called my wife, and I called Cole Fox, and they gave me their takes on it. I was trying to get a hold of one guy who who never been before, and he went, which is Dave Fisher. I'm not sure if you you know who. Oh he, yeah, he had yeah, dipped, dipped I hung out with cool. Dave quite a bit. Yeah, um, trying to see, it was his first time, and he had a great time. But I just wanted to, yeah, everyone to hear what he thought about it in person. But maybe I still might be able to get a hold of him. I know it's a little bit later there, but anyways, I'm glad you came on. I want to talk about yeah. what you what you take away from MTE, and then we'll get into some of the details. Um, I think the networking was it was more quality networking than okay. it was in Orlando. Um, it was just tighter knit groups of people. And you could kind of leave each group and get get with the other group and network with the other group, which I really liked. Yeah, that's good. Good takeaway. So there, there was a lot of guys for me, because I'm an East Coaster, there were a lot of guys from the West Coast that I don't get to see. That some A lot of these guys have never come to Orlando. So it was nice to see them from knowing them from Facebook or YouTube or just social media, period, and getting to know to see them and spend time with them. And it, it was, it was an epic show for me. It was, it was a really good time. Yeah. And I, I know it also noticed, um, Mark Blem came, but he didn't have a booth, but he came now. Did you talk yeah. him into going or what happened? How, how did he end up going? It was me. I know, uh, Ray Sapnow and me were wearing him out pretty good. Uh-huh. I, I talked to Mark pretty regularly. So I kept telling him he's at a point now with their business, he's kind of the face of the business right now. So he kind of needed to start showing up at these events and, and, you know, um, 
can I network? You know, they've really made a push this year with the, with the tool innovation. There's a lot of new tool innovation this year for them. And, you know, it's time. Yeah, so. I, I begged, I put on in the beginning, like of this podcast, this is a longer podcast too, by the way, Ryan. So if you li- re-listen to it, be prepared. Okay. You're about, you're <laughs> after the hour. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> I, I really would love to see Blem uh, out of all the tool, not, not that I have any preference, but I haven't seen Blem, the company, at a mobile tech expo since 2006, based on what I remember. Okay. Yeah. That was a long time ago. So yeah. you're right. They come out with a lot of different tools. A lot of people have never really seen their tools in person. You know what no. I mean? So uh, I think it would be, I'd be, it'd be a welcome addition. And, and he kind of reminds you of the way – Mary and, and John from not Mary, Marie and John from A1 were there a few years ago at, in Orlando, kind of casing it to see if it's just something that they want to invest in. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I would really love to invite and love to see Blem come. So that'd be great. I'm working on it. We're, uh, <laughs> I talked to him yesterday and I said, So did you, talk to, did you talk to Jerry? And he says, Yeah, a little bit. You know, they're just looking at their booth space. And I was trying to explain to him, Look, it's been so long since you guys have been there. I bet you you're going to sell everything you bring. And if you don't, I'll buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's a, so, you heard it right here. You heard it right here publicly. I mean, hey, <laughs> Hey, you know, he, he, it's been so long for them to do an event. I know they do the PDR world cup. Um, I just think MT Orlando would be epic. That's the mega. That's the mega. Yeah, I mean, every every tool company's got to show up for that. That's just no no excuses yeah. on that. That's like the SEMA of PDR, you know. That's it. You know, it's it. It was good. I mean, the, I I've talked to Mark for a while, and it was nice to see him at the Anson open house. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You he's know. yeah, he's actually quite consistent at being at different smaller events. So, yeah, that's props to him. He's making an effort. He's showing his face, like you said, and that. And honestly, he's he's there. You, there's not a mean bone in his body. You know what I mean? He, he's what? He's six four though. He's a big boy. So, man, he's a big boy. He's got the cute looks. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know what he looks like? He looks like Bo on on uh, on uh, what you would call it on uh, Bo with a beard now. You know, back in the day with. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I what can't the, think of it either. Gosh, dang it, man! You know that that race car, that race sitcom they had back in the day. So, yeah. Yeah. God damn it. And he, Mark had a, 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 a twin there too. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you, I you ca- saw him. Did I, dude, I called him, I called him Mark and he goes, Oh no, no, that's yeah. not me. You know, like that. I was like, <laughs> shoot, man, that's right. You're a little bit shorter. You could be this twin shorter brother, man. So yeah, yeah, you're right. But getting back on track, Ryan, um, what else did you take away from, from this? Uh, the quality of the classes. So the education day, <clears throat> It was a lot more information packed. It was almost like supercharged classes. So the education day was very informative, very, very good information you could take away. You know, uh, Dave Stream and and Lynn and you actually spoke in that class also. It it was a lot coming at you, you know. Um, I I like the venue of the the new place, how everything's kind of together. There were some really good restaurants. You go back to your hotel room. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I you know I got some different takes on the um, 
I think well, besides what we did, but some people said that a lot of the stuff was monotonous. So I, I, but I, we went to, at least you did with me, we went to specific places that we, our core classes we wanted to do. Yeah. And we got a lot out of it. So, you know, but. you know, I, I think for the first year it did really well. You know, I mean, they were still figuring things out and, and, and anytime it's a first year, it's, it's always, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the dent trials, I mean, Manny, Manny went in the dent, the dent Olympics there. That, that was super cool too. You know, there was some, some, those dents were tough. They were super tough. Dude. I, Cole Fox was, Cole Fox brought an, an interesting point up. I didn't, I mean, I kind of noticed, but I consciously didn't think anything of it, but he said, Mike, the dents in the front door were smaller than the ones in the rear. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. They didn't look like they were as deep. Okay. Yeah, I mean. You know, they, like when you stepped away from the car, you could really, really see the dent in the rear door more than anything else. And the defender and the rail, they weren't too bad, but that rear door dent was just gnarly. Yeah, they, they were. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. And honestly, as far as – Besides the dents, I thought they ran the, the show pretty well. And, and the rear doors, I, I don't care what you say, those are deeper than, than the ones in Orlando. Would you agree? Yes, yes 100%. I got nervous. Uh, the they other, they the called my thing, name. Go ahead, go ahead. The other thing I really liked was the tool innovation for the show. I mean, a lot of guys brought some new stuff. Yeah, that's what I was saying, you too. I, I agree. And, yeah, go ahead. Keep keep, keep saying what you're going to say. I mean, some of the some of the tool manufacturers, you know, I, I would I physically thought, okay, they're going to save it for Orlando, but there were a lot of new tools. It was it was nice to see the new tools or the addition to some of the tools that some of these guys have. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, it, it 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 was nice. It was a smaller show. I, I felt like it was a little smaller. There were some manufacturers that weren't there, but the quality was there. You know, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's what people are saying. It's a smaller venue. And I think, well, you just said, you nailed a really good thing. You said, even though it was a smaller, the, the conversations were have more quality to it. And you're yeah. right. You could bounce from one group of people to the next, but not lose the first group you ended up with and come back. You know what I mean? You could exactly. at least exactly. at least do that. You know, Orlando, you know, that's, the, the, that's the thing with Orlando. You had to go different like like five miles at least to a restaurant in different places so you yeah. may see that same person you you would see him in the morning hang out with them and then you wouldn't to see him until maybe later in the back in the bar right you know the the only thing i did see this year that was a little different was like orlando when we were at caribe there were two bars after hours and they were packed full of everybody you know vegas is such a busy town there's a lot going on so you did lose some of those people yeah that weren't hanging out, but I mean, at two in the morning, there were still a lot of people hanging out and talking dense. And, you know, I mean, I was just talking to, uh, Jason Huddleston and we were just saying how some of the conversations we have, you, you, you can't ask for better conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Good quality, longer conversations and yeah, all that good stuff. Do you hope to see another show? Do you think it's going to be tough for you to make it, uh, to be at two shows? a year no no and, and the main reason mt energizes me so as soon as i get back from mt you know i'm, I'm on the east coast so it's west coast three hours difference i'm tired you know we're up i mean we we had breakfast a couple times at 7 30 in the morning we weren't going to bed till two in the two in the morning so 
it, it just gives me a pep in my step when I come back from MTE. You know, it energizes me. I feel ready to rock and roll. And so I think two times a year is actually going to help me. That's good, man. Yeah, because that's a good take. Some people are, are have a little bit different takes on that, but I, I really hope to have it to stay at two. The only thing I'm concerned with, Ryan, is that will it split the demographics? I mean, will we continue to see just West Coast and no East Coast? You know what I mean? Uh, on the Vegas, I think so. and same thing. You think I so? Think so. Yeah? yeah. 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 I mean, and I was trying to explain this, and I said, what's the draw? Okay, so what's the draw for me to fly five hours to Vegas? or two hours to Florida. What's the draw for me to go to Vegas? And and what I think uh, the guys from MTE, I think they have to make something different. I almost think they need to do something a little different to make it a draw for those East Coasters to go West Coast or West Coast to go East Coast. I think there has to be a draw well, there. When you say people, you're talking the tool manufacturers? Is that what you're referring to? No, like, like Sheldon that's running oh. the show. Like oh. They just have to bring something to really make it a unique something unique well, side, think, making it a little different you well, i think they they kind of did though i mean like i'm I, and I haven't spoke to him personally but it sounded like what they had instead of having one solid dent and for and called dent olympics now it's called the dent trials over here where you have three oh, yeah. different dents yeah. right i mean that is that was yeah. that strong enough to draw i don't, think, I don't so, think so but i think i think now that people got a feel of what that competition was like I think if you really want to take it, that's the one to take personally. I mean, that, I don't even, I don't I even know if I can fix those dents. I, I don't know. I, I honestly <laughs> would need two hours to fix the rear door by itself. Yeah. Dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and the, the awards, the, uh, the prizes these guys won. I mean, I don't, I'm glad Manny was from the West coast. Cause it would have cost them two grand to get that stuff shipped to the East coast. <laughs> yeah. You know, he couldn't even carry all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. I listen. I props off to to those guys who who all won. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned all all of it. Uh, Jean seems like he's consistently always in the top five uh, everywhere oh, he goes. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike Broughton, he's always bringing it, and a couple newcomers, Achilles, Manny, and uh, yeah, the, I think that one guy he placed the two. I think last year over there in Orlando. Yeah. So, and yeah. I, I really enjoyed the PDR Tool Time booth. Yeah, you know what? You're the second person that said that, man. So what did you like about it? I could try this stuff before I spent my money. There you go. Try before you buy, right? Um, yeah, it was just, it wasn't any pressure. Nobody was over your shoulder. It was kind of like, hey, grab these tools. Let's try this thing. See what it does. You know, it was, it was cool. You know, I was in there comparing the prop lock with the flip. Okay, what's the benefit of this one? Yeah. Yep. You know, there there were some just some really cool tools there. I got to mess around with Daniel's balloon tool from the balloon uh whale tail from Blem. What'd you, you think know, of it? What'd you think of that? I I've got one of them and it is it it's it's really good. Yeah, I like uh, it too. I, 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 I thought originally I was worried about the head kind of twisting like some of those tools they, they used to twist right there at the shaft and yeah. mark blem we went to dinner and i said is this thing gonna like turn he's like if it turns we've got major problems because you know it is forged so it is super strong and it that's takes a, them and, and this the scary thing with them is i didn't realize that it was just three of them making tools and they're doing them all by hand 
So <laughs> that's those amazing. Balloon tips take them a long time. Do you see how thin that sucker is? That thing is yeah. thin, thin, and that's yeah, that I, strong. The number one thing that I bought at MT this year, the dead center crease tabs pull like nothing I've ever seen. Oh, let unbelievable! Me, let, let me let me tell you something. Today I was I was talking about that too. I was pulling like a mofo, man, and I was like, "Holy oh. snap, dude!" I mean, yes, jeez, and it's yeah. a small diameter. You know, you're like, how the yeah. hell is it getting that much surface pull with that only small width? Even the tiny ones are pulling like a mofo. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm uh, but I did realize. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm almost I feel I like just really, putting one of those little small crease tabs on a regular doorning. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, gosh, yeah. Dang. I did an aluminum F-150 roof today, and I didn't want to drop the headliner, and it was a dent right on the roof, and I just kept gluing those tabs in multiple spots and fixed the dent half the time, and I've realized that the blue, the dark blue crease tabs, pull harder than the ice. Okay, I haven't felt that yet. I mean, I feel like it does have a little bit more flex, which is if that's what you want. But I, yeah, I personally thought the ice tab pulled definitely harder. So, I but I guess it depends on what what you're putting it on, right, and what area. So it's going to give you a different yeah. pull. It was those things are awesome. So if you guys don't have those, you got to get them. Yeah, and I was just I mean, saying they're, they're, they they've come out of the woodworks. I mean, with with dents. I mean, with excuse me, with PDR tools. I mean, it is they're yeah. they're, they're killing it right now, Kiko. They are. They are. They're, they're doing those dead center, just regular like dent tabs. Or yeah, I, I tell Chris White all the time, just take my money. Yeah. Just take my money. <laughs> they are amazing. Yeah. Are you got anything else that you want to mention about this? I mean, take it away. I mean, what about people who are still on the fence about coming to either or? You've got to go. Um, there's two reasons. Okay, I'm the type of person I like to feel and touch tools before I buy them. I like to really look at them, kind of feel it. And the bad part about MT, this is what that part is. So you go to day one, you look at all the goals, you buy a couple of things. Then you go out that night and you're hanging out with all these guys talking dance. Did you buy this? Did you buy that? Did you look at this? Did you, you know, then you go back the next day and buy those tools. So, you know, I, I almost think the networking of being able to talk to different techs, um, the techniques, get marketing ideas or branding ideas. It's priceless. Oh, one hundo, one hundo. And that's the great thing about it, man. It's, and it, the physical aspect of it, like I said, even if Blem came, who's never been in like 13 years or whatever it is longer than that, yeah. uh, people would love the. they always see it online, but they don't get the feel. They don't get the physical aspect exactly. of that. You know what I mean? It's, for me, it's hard to picture an 18-inch flag tool. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to picture that. I know I like to pick it up and touch it and say, okay, this this could be useful or that could be useful. Or, like Daniel's balloon tips. If I just saw them online, I probably wouldn't have bought it. Yeah. yeah. But touching it and using it, you're like, holy schmauzers, this is, this is an awesome tool. It is, man. So uh, yeah, he's he's just coming with with more and more different tools. But he's, you know, let's get something straight. I know we keep bringing it up, but he's not flamboyant. They're they're all not flamboyant. You know what I mean? They don't no. they don't. You no. for years you didn't know about their their the tools. Yeah, you know, or yeah. not enough about them. You know, I I uh, you know I I really enjoy one reason I 
not just MT, but just in our industry, how niche of an industry it is and how passionate the tool manufacturers are just in bringing innovation to the industry. I, re- I remember when I was just glue pulling, when I first glue pulling, it was those oval worth tabs that we used to cut down and make shapes out of. Yeah. That's all you had. Yeah. Now I know. I know. Now, now we've got these crease tabs. You can almost pull the inner structure with, with the door skin. So <laughs> I know. I know. We're, we're super lucky where we are now. It's scary because the new guys are learning faster and faster. Do you, do you think, and, do you think, do you think the, the, MTE, or do you think that the vendors can keep up with two a year? I don't know. We're going to find out. I guess we will, huh? You know, I don't, I just think the innovation for that is going to be a split. So, like, uh, you have Todd and, and, um, and Chad from Endeavor. They brought some new stuff this year. Chad's the type of guy that he's going to keep bringing new things because that guy's, mental state is much stronger than most of ours. So, but if you have some guys like Denkcraft that brought really killer stuff this time that probably aren't going to bring as many new things next year Yeah. in January, Yeah. but we, we'll see. I, I think mean, they're hopefully. always going to have something. Yeah. yeah. You know, all I, these guys are, are pushing. Well, I hope that, you know what, it's supposed to, you know, I hope this is both a, a learning experience for everybody. Like what they would take away from it, what obviously for Sheldon and the, and the show, uh, and for the vendors, and then for the people, wait their take. So, uh, yeah. I think you, you had some good takes here, Ryan. So I, I just I just want to say thanks, man. Thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah, so, definitely. But hey, Anytime. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Shutt with RPS Dent Specialist. So, um, listen, man. Thank you again for coming on. I'll call you on later on sometime, and then uh, we'll definitely. catch up on there. Okay, dude. Hey, good luck on your you show tomorrow, good. dude. Okay. Yeah, it should be it should be a good one. And where can they find you again Thanks. on on YouTube? Where, where can they find you? You can find me at uh, RPS Dent Specialist right on YouTube. Okay. Eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time live, yeah. and you can comment. So you get in there. We do giveaways also periodically throughout the month. The tool manufacturers donate, and I try to do giveaways. So awesome! Just tune in. Awesome. Hey, thanks again, bro. We'll 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 talk to you soon. Thanks, All Mike. Right. You have a great day. You too, dude. See ya. Bye bye. Okay, that was Ryan Shutt. Um, so he had some interesting. All the everybody had some interesting takes on there. All right, so we got we got John calling us back. Let's see. Yo, what's up, Miguel Toledo? What's going on, man? Oh, I'm at Home Depot. All right, cool. I listen. I'm gonna if you got ten minutes. Uh, I want to ask you. You're on my podcast, dude. Right now, do you mind? Oh, oh sure. Okay, dude. So here's the deal, dude. So this is your first Mobile Tech Expo, is that right? Yes. So what did you what what did you take? What do you think about it, dude? Like in general, what did you think? You know, I've always wanted to go to Orlando, and um, I mean, I think it was amazing. The funny thing was, uh, me and my technician Jeff actually walked into the hall, and he's like, "Oh man, I'll be done here in 45 minutes," and uh, we must have walked around it like. 10 times each. Of course, you know, I kept bumping into people and talking to everybody. Um, but actually, he came home and was super motivated, you know, yeah. bought a bunch of tools and organized all of his tools and got inspired, really inspired by seeing these technicians and the work that they do out there. That's friggin', that's that's the point, man. That, that was exactly how I felt. I remember feeling, I'm glad you brought that up because that's how I felt 
and me and Vince felt when we came back, we felt rejuvenated a little bit, didn't you? Don't you? Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, actually, that's what I'm doing at Home Depot right now. I was looking at more toolboxes to kind of even organize my stuff. But, you know, my technician, his tools were, you know, set up like how he wanted it. It wasn't exactly the most efficient. And he literally came home and bought a whole uh, Milwaukee uh, packout set and got it all organized. And uh, he even sent me a picture of a job today. He's all it inspired me to to do better, you know, not, not just good enough for what we know the customer will be happy for happy with, yeah. but to actually glass it, he's all, you know, seeing the dental Olympics, he was just tripping out. He's all, dude, there's some good techs, you know? And I used to think the same thing. I'm like, I know I'm a good tech, but some of these guys are incredible techs. Not that I can't do it, but it's, it's just amazing. Some of the work that some of them can do, like, especially Achilles. I mean, he was what, how many year tech is he? I think he's uh, eight or ten year tech. Okay, so. but there was a there, there was a couple tech. There was one tech in the top five that was like a three year tech, I believe. Right. I think uh, Manny has the least amount of experience out of all of them. I think. Yeah, and he freaking glassed it. It was he got, amazing. He got number one. So. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, so definitely inspiring. It, that's that just shows you. I mean, that you, you, passion right there. But other than that, I mean, that's I want to because you we've been trying to get you to go to Orlando for years, man. You know I mean? yeah. yeah, I know. I know. We're all, we're going to go this year. And actually me and uh, Jeff might end up taking uh, a couple of the courses, advanced, you know, advanced skills, you know, I'm a 25 year tech, but I'm still learning. We're all still learning. And if you're not learning, you're not advancing. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you learn something every time if you're open to learn and that's, that's the great thing about it. I mean, so you, you really liked it. what did you think of the venue? Um, I thought it was pretty good. You know, um, it, it, it had, you know, a lot to offer, you know, a lot to see, you know, I would have liked seen a few more tool manufacturers there. And I think they would have done really well. I mean, Jeff and I spent a, an arm and a leg there as it was, you know, we spent a, a good amount of money. What? I <laughs> so meant that. I, I meant that it was really good. The tools. I, I know that we'll get to the tool manufacturers we'll touch back on that, but the venue itself, South point, what did you think of the host uh, oh, hotel? You know, it was, it was, it was really good actually, you know, you know, you're in Vegas and you expect to, um, you know, go to the strip and I actually never left the hotel. You know, we, yeah. we hung out there the whole time. Yeah. You know, great food, you know, you and I and a group of us went to dinner and had great food. Um, the rooms were, uh, were top notch in my opinion. I mean, they were really clean rooms. Yeah. That's what I, I heard. Did. I heard, I heard they were better, just as good as if, if not better than anything else they've ever been at. So. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, w- I would give the rooms a solid eight and a half on that. That's good. That's really good. So you didn't feel like there was any bed bugs anywhere. You weren't, weren't concerned with any of that, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> and that should not be your main concern, right? You know? Well, here's the funny thing. You know, me and Jeff, the first night we were there, we were hanging at the bar. We drank a little bit too much. And uh, in the morning, I woke up, and I'm like, what the heck? I was actually underneath on top of the mattress, and I kind of got grossed <laughs> out as so I was checking it out. And I, I looked over at Jeff, and I'm like, dude, I slept on top of the mattress. And he said, yeah, I did too. Yeah. So I think we drank a little bit too much the first night. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I, that's what I wanted to know. I wanted to see what your, what your take is that someone who has never been. I was trying to call another person. I was like, wait a minute. And Mary's all, John Lotto's this first time. I was like, shoot, I need to call John. So, yeah, I would, I would, I would recommend, um, everybody to go, you know, if you want to, you know, our industry has really come together and grown into a really professional industry. You know, 15 years ago, we were all kind of button heads fighting and arguing on, you know, um, the, the forums and stuff like that. And 
um, we've all come together and kind of to help, you know, our industry. And I mean, I encourage anybody that's a business owner that has employees, take your employees out there, you know, I mean, it literally lit a fire under, under my technician. And I mean, he, he is really striving for, for better now. And I mean, we, we all do that. We just see what's out there and we see the tools. I mean, for anything, just the tools alone to get your hands on the tools and feel them and, you know, go over to, to the tool time area and check them out. That right there is worth it in itself. That, that's, you know, you're like maybe the second or third person, third person maybe that said that they really like the, uh, the PDR tool booth where they could try it out. So they are yeah. going to have it at the Orlando. So I think it's going to be much more busier because I think more people know about it and it's going to be more inviting there too as well. So that's, you guys can all look forward to that over there. So, man, yeah, I would anticipate the next one being the tool, the PDR tool time area, having you know everybody's tools there. Um, now that people know about it and hear about it, I think you made a good point though. Bring your tech, get them highly motivated, see what's out there, see in person the tools and the camaraderie. Did you like it? Did you like talking to other different people that you never met or maybe you've seen online, but you know, vice versa? What, how'd you like that? Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, like I said, when. When I first, I wasn't on um, the doording.com, but I kind of got on, you know, the dent world when that first happened. And, you know, I, I was button heads with people left and right. I take everything personal. And, you know, at the time, our economy was kind of tanked and, you know, people were giving me a hard time, including yourself on pricing. But, you, you know, you experienced the downturn in the economy like myself, just not as bad. And, uh, you know, there was a few guys out there that at one point, I think we would have strangled each other. And, uh, you know, we shook hands and you know, I consider them friends now. Uh, it, like I said, our industry has really come together as a whole, you know, and if we work all together um, rather than against each other, we can make our industry so much better. We can get higher prices for, for jobs and what we should be. We got to motivate these other guys out there that are, you know, still hidden under the park bench, you know, doing yeah, I, stuff I too touched, cheap. I touched earlier base on this one too. This is a long podcast. This is a, like, cause I'm trying to catch up and trying to give super, a lot of content and you'll, if you re-listen to this, you're going to catch up to yourself. Um, but uh, listen, Scott, uh, I always called you Scott, John, because his name is John. Um, I just, that's what I want to do. I want to see your take, and I'm glad it was positive for you. I'm glad you will be back, and you'll be going to the Orlando. I was hoping that anybody who's never been, went to the MTE Vegas, will get motivated to want to be at the Orlando as well. So. Absolutely. I think a lot of West Coast techs are going to end up in Orlando now. You know, there's a lot of us guys that haven't gone, and, I think we'll end up going just to see it because I know it's a little bit bigger, uh, bigger show as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I appreciate you getting on with us and give me your take on this is really, really valuable and it's really good insight. So thanks a lot, John. No problem. Oh, hey, thanks hey, a lot. Hey, well, I jump, you're simply dense, right? Do you have a website? <laughs> I only have my Google website, you know, everybody's in a dog on me on that, but I mean, I, I'm so busy right now. Just, I mean, I do a lot of the, you know, the social media stuff and I've been around for a long time, but, um, with my social media my Google, you know, Google and Yelp, I mean, I'm getting tons of calls just off of that. I do need to get on the website, but honestly, uh, I get so much off of Google and Yelp just because I am pretty active with that. All right. Well, we get, we're going to save that for another another show because we'll talk about some some insights and marketing and stuff. And I'll bring you on because people don't know how close you are to me. You're probably, what, 30 minutes north, really, uh, from yeah, my shop. So Pretty close. We try to go get, a, get together and go to lunch now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, John, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate you taking your time out. And, uh, hey, we'll catch up in a little bit, okay? All right. All right. Talk to you later. See thanks you. for calling. Later, Bye. John. Bye-bye. All right, that was John Lotto from Simply Dense, first timer. So now you guys can kind of get a well-rounded 
kind of feel about what it was like. Obviously, 90% of it was positive. 10% of it was a little bit of criticism, positive criticism. criticism. I wouldn't say it was bad. Um, listen, not every every not everybody's going to have the best time and 100%. Everybody's going to give you 100%. Yeah, it was great. You are going to have some people that maybe didn't feel it was it was up to what they what they thought and that's understandable but majority of the people really liked it and i'm glad it was successful for most people and most of the vendors and i sure in the heck had a good time and i think most of you did too as well my name is mike toledo we'll talk to you guys later on the next podcast and thanks for listening take care